Well, hello there, listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Members Spotlight, and this one is going to be really fascinating. We have an IT expert in the chair. I'll try to get all the questions and answers we can in the next 15 minutes or so, but it is my pleasure to have with us today Ken Lord, who is Director of Information Technology and Digital Learning. Wow, for Wilmington High School. But he's also on the board, so we want to kind of find out why you joined the board for WCTV and a little bit about what you do. So welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be uh, working for the Wilmington School District. Yeah. Uh, I actually cover all the schools, not just the high schools. So So uh, I I gave you a little bit of a demotion. All right, we'll give you a little bit of the credit you deserve. All the schools. Yes, yes. That's quite a big... Right. Scope. So what do you do on a daily basis? So as the director of technology or director of information technology, I'm responsible for all technology across the district. Pretty much everything short of repairing photocopiers. Um, We deal with everything. So I have a staff of uh, two computer technicians, a network administrator, a data assistant, a system administrator. I also work with two and three instructional technology specialists. And we're responsible for making sure that everything is working, implementing new equipment, inventory, managing the website, mail system system, internet, everything. Okay. So from the user standpoint, we probably don't see you unless something goes wrong. Typically not, yes. Right? Okay. So you're making everything nice and cozy and hopefully we don't see you. That's right. Yes. Well, in a good way. You know what I mean. (laughs) Okay. So why uh, join WCTV's board of directors? How come? So uh, way, way back in the 90s, uh, early 90s and late 89, I uh, graduated from Salem State College with a degree in media communications and I interned at at MHTV in Marblehead. Okay. And from there, I got a job at MHTV, and I was working at, in the Marblehead station as a part-time production assistant. Right. From there, I moved on to the program director for the Hamilton Wenham cable station. Wow, that's a big yes. jump, guys. Yeah, so He's not telling a... you. So a PA is kind of a little guy on the totem pole, and you jumped right up from there. Yep. Yep. Wow, so you understand the whole concept that's of right. cable access. So then let's just jump right in. Why do you feel Wilmington having a cable access station is important? Oh, it's crucial to be able to, to show what's going on in the town and give people a voice that they can shoot, uh, whether it's podcast or video, and have that online. Cool. Um, so way back when I was doing it then, we didn't have internet, didn't exist. Right, you know, Al- right. Al Gore hadn't invented it yet. Correct. So um, everything was just online, I mean, on, on the uh, cable station. Right, so we would right. broadcast live every night. We'd have to actually play the tapes. There was sure. no system to broadcast that. Um, and then after I left uh, left uh, the uh, cable stations, I went to the Bedford Public Schools and ran the school TV studio. Oh, right. So I did that for a long time. And then I ended up on the uh, board of directors for the um, uh, Danvers Cable Advisory Committee. Okay. So I stint there. I also served in Marblehead on the board of directors for the uh, MHTV eventually. Okay. So I've done that there. So when I came here, it was a natural progression to get involved yes, with WCTV. Yes, of course. With, uh, so then let me ask you, since you're in the trenches, how yep. do you feel about the funding issues that cable stations are having? Yes, it's yes. It's incredibly complex. In fact, I was just having conversations with Comcast this week. Uh, in that they provide free cable service to the schools, and they're now starting to monetize those and want to charge us for those. It's really, um, you know, back when I was working at Continental Cablevision running cable stations, I always felt that the the, uh, local access channel should have been part of the publicity department. 
or the PR department because it was good PR for yes. the cable stations, for the cable company to be able to produce yes. these videos and have yes. access and have things for people to watch and see themselves on TV. Sure. But it never was. It was always kind of like we've got to do it because of the license. Yeah, we're the and, ugly stepchild kind yes. of. But, you know, things are changing, my friends. Yes. Um, you know, I came in in the 80s from radio. Yep. Um, but the Wayne's World concept, yes. i got to bring that up. How everyone yeah. sort of thinks cable access is three guys in your basement. Yeah. Boy, um, just in the last year, I think I've seen an explosion between podcasting, but also the more slickness of production so. and the way studios are really ramping themselves up. And I think giving regular television, if you want to call it that, yeah. commercial television, a run for their money. Absolutely. Because so, we have the in with the local uh, media, the local um, uh, government, so we right. know what's going on where they're just, they only come when something really bad happens, unfortunately. Correct, so correct. So we get to show everybody the good stuff. Sure. And sometimes, too, when I watch the news, I try not to do it a lot, but when I do, um, you know, I get really interested in a story, and then at the end they say, and this happened in Virginia. Now, yeah. that's nice, and, and I'm happy yeah. about the dog rescue in Virginia, but I think I want a little more local flavor sometimes, yep. and I think... Local cable access gives you that what's really going on in yes. your community. Plus, yes. it's you know mostly community produced as well. Staff here at WCTV does some producing, yep. but you know we would like to see more of a shift towards the community getting. Yeah. I mean, I forget who who said this quote, but all politics are local. So it's you know we're this at the selectmen's meeting, at the school committee meetings, publishing those lines. I remember doing it, standing behind the camera, running them, sure. town meeting, everything else, and that was you know what affects people the most, and they can see it right here on WCTV. Fabulous. Yeah. So you've been with our board how long? I just, uh, I've been to two meetings so yeah. far. So cause I always All started right. in Wilmington in July. Right. And then um, I did an interview for Wilmington Apple and yes. uh, Hayes suggested I, you know, put my name into yes. the, on the board. So I've really only been to two Baptism meetings. Baptism by fire, yep. like jumping right in. That yep. seems to be your plan. You just jump right into That's stuff. That's what I do, yep. So what have you learned about the way we're um, doing cable access here based on what you knew in the industry? Yep. Um, I found that the WCTV product is very high quality. Um, just even when I was applying to uh, for the position in the Wilmington schools, I used the WCTV online copies of school committee meetings and town meeting to prepare myself for those interviews. And just being able to watch the great coverage you had was of huge benefit to me. Who knew? How yeah. nifty is that? It was just great because I could see everything was going on. So I, when I came into interview, I was very well informed. I knew everything was going on. I knew who people were. I had right. faces to do that. Nice. Um, so it was an incredible value to me. So, Excellent. Yeah. What is going on? In the school's IT world. Yeah. Ha ha. We've got about four hours. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. So uh, <laughs> right now we're actually – so this is my first year here. So we're kind right. of getting things going the direction that I'd like to see them going in. Uh, we formed a technology committee. Good. Uh, Adam Duesenberg is, is, is a part of that committee. Yeah, and he's from WCTV. Yep. He's our uh, operations guy. Yep. Yep. Technical guru. So we're reviewing the technology plan that was written a little over five years ago and updating it and producing a new one, which will chart the path for how we'll request capital funds and right. how we'll integrate technology and make changes to meet the needs of the students and teachers. Of yes. So. And I'm not sure people realize how much WCTV does partner mm -hmm. with the schools, not just the school committee meetings. That's yeah. obvious. We can see that. But there's quite a big um, overlap between what we do and what you guys do. Yes. Yes. So what do you think is going to be next? for the future? What's um, the big... 
there's not a real Man. big change that I would expect to see. I think what you're going to see is is more integration of technology into the curriculum where the students now, we have the one-to-one program out there. So the students are using Chromebooks in grades 6 through 12. They have them. Some have laptops, but they all have a device. But uh, improving how they're using the technology. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a replacement or augmentation, but a redesign of lessons so that those students can uh, express themselves through the use of technology and demonstrate their learning. Uh, that's what's key to it. Okay. It's not just taking notes and, and doing So you're that talking about a more critical thinking, Absolutely. teaching them how to learn, really, Absolutely. if you can because say that. Because this is how they think and yes. communicate. They don't, you know, if you, you know, if you have a group of teenagers and they're all texting each other, they're doing things yes. online, that's how they want it. They don't want to write a paper. Right. They want to collaborate. They want to do things online. And that's what um, we're seeing that uh, industry wants. They don't want someone who can tell you that, you know, um, um, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1940 and, and – uh, 1492. They don't want to have that. They don't want to have that. They want to have someone who can synthesize information and creatively come up with solutions. And that's where technology comes into play. Right, right, right. Because just being able to push a button, it's nice, that instant gratification. But you almost have to know a little bit about the history of how it got there in order to appreciate it, right? And using the skills that even WCTV teaches about being able to create videos and bring those things and and express those to um, their their boss and and board of directors or whatever they're doing, those projects are key. Sure. Okay. Anything else you would like folks to know about WCTV, why you're here, or why you feel cable access is important in general? Because really, you know a lot about yes. the industry itself. Yes. Um, I've been fortunate over my career to go through a couple of relicensings with cable television oh, to fun. get the licenses and things like that. We should probably explain that before we yeah. go any further. So uh, folks that are listening that don't know, WCTV is, is not supported by your tax dollars. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is funded solely on contributions, donations, and also a little tiny bit we get from Cablecast and Verizon from your fees for you pay when you pay your cable bills. So that means if you cut the cord, WCTV effectively loses a percentage of yes. that funding. Yeah, And finding a way to sustain that funding for WCTV and stations all around the nations like this is is really we don't know the answer to that yet because we've relied so heavily on cable franchise fees um, in the past that well, how are we going to find a way to do that and make it viable without right. you know because they want to uh, the cable companies would like nothing better than to give us the money because they would just go to their profit line right. so they really are finding ways to try to lower that fund where we need to raise it up to do even more and greater right. things and you know it's a situation where you won't know what you've got till it's gone I That's think right. I think you know all of us I'm that way too yeah. I, you know I don't think I had a focus on local cable access before I joined WCTV. I was radio-based. So it's like when you buy a red car and all the cars suddenly seem yep. red. Yep. You know, so if you're not focused on it, when it goes, that's it. That's right. There won't yeah. be any real, true, public that's right. venue where membership is free, training is readily available. You know, this isn't uh, something I don't understand why people don't take more advantage of. Yeah. They yeah. don't. It's like anything. It's been around for so long. They take it. They take it for granted. So right. when it's gone, you know, hopefully that'll cut. They will never come. Right. Um, they'll really feel it. That, right. You know, right. It will be. How come you're not covering as much? Well, yes. because we don't have the funding to yes. do it. You know? Exactly. Yep. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy universe, Appreciate Ken Lord, to be with yeah. us. Anything final you'd like to add before we close this member spotlight um, today? Not nothing I can think of. Thank Super you. Super duper. So. All right, everybody. So this has been Member Spotlight with Lisa Kampala and Ken Lord, who is the Director of Information Technology and Digital Learning for the whole town of Wilmington. Thank you guys so much, and we'll be with you again soon for Member Spotlight.